everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. And I am here with the beautiful and the gorgeous Nikki. Nikki Knight. So I'll let her. <laughs> She's looking at me like, what the hell? Quite the introduction there. <laughs> and that's how it's going to be the rest of the time. So I'm going to let her give an introduction and tell you a little bit about her background. And then we'll get down and dirty with some more of it. So take it away. Okay. Thank you for having me on. Yes, thank you for coming. This is going to be fun. So fun. Um, Okay, so just a little bit about me. Um, My name is Nikki. I'm a mama of two. Uh, I have a very handsome husband and a really cute pup. And (laughs) uh, I live in uh, San Clemente, California, where I am a family nurse practitioner. Rewind. I'm a holistic family nurse practitioner uh, with a doctorate in nursing practice. And I work at a local hospital there and soon to be a holistic pediatric clinic. Oh, so cool. I know, so cool. But that's just my that's just my professional title. I, <laughs> she has a lot going on. I do. I also a lot going teach on. Uh, stroller bar, which yeah. is for mamas with babies. We do bar classes. And then um, I'm a professor at Brandman University. Wow. Wow. I teach doctoral students there. And then, wait for it. I'm an oil guru. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Which is my favorite. It's my favorite job of all. <laughs> See, so girl is multifaceted and she has a ton of balls in the air. And how long have you been in the oil business? What got you started? Uh, okay, so I've been in it for seven years. Wow, okay. And what originally got me started is kind of a crazy story. So my manager at my hospital is working uh, as a registered nurse. Oh, yeah. She called me into the office and was like, hey, I want to bring oils onto our unit. Really? Yeah. Oh, I but love I that open mind. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? You want to bring what? <laughs> Do like, what? I had had, like, I know I've used essential oils before. It massages, you know, they like yeah. add that on. Sure, yeah. Or like I've smelled them in the grocery store, but I just really didn't even know why she'd want to bring them on. So Yeah, medical applicability. Yeah. Yes. So I had to go in and um, find oils that were okay for the hospital. Oh. So that's, what, that's where I got started. Yeah. So I just went into the grocery store and found oils and... Um, you know, one thing led to another, and then I started doing some research because all medicine is evidence-based practice. So yeah. I have to come to the hospital and say, here's this evidence. Here's why we should use them. Here's what they do. This is what the literature shows. And then I started reading the literature, and I was like, wait, what? This works for this? Wow. Why are we not using this? Yeah, yeah. So then it kind of snowballed into, okay, now I have to find quality oils. and Because um, that's the thing. They're not all created equal. No. Like- medical grade yes (laughs) there's some junk out there that was a big lesson i had to learn you can't just buy oils from the grocery store and be like oh it's gonna work yeah no because they're not what they say they are so then my next task was to find an oil that was quality yeah so that's how i found the company that i use now and um it, it just snowballed after another and then luckily at the same time i was starting my dis um my doctorate program And I had to think of a topic for my dissertation. So I thought if I'm going to be researching these for the hospital, I'm just going to research them for my dissertation, use the same data. And then that just turned into like a whole career. So how was that? When you were researching, was that fun for you? 
Was that yeah. interesting and engaging? I had no idea what a nerd I was. <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea. I love it. I was like, I ooh, yes, yes. get into this. Wait, this is so cool. Yeah. I really found it fascinating. And I found it fascinating that you could, like, study this stuff. Like, yeah. I know a lot of times people associate essential oils with, like, wooey-wooey like uh-huh. oh, yeah. and, like, oh, yeah. hippy-dippy and all this stuff. But it, it was, like, actual real medicine. And you've seen it work, yes. right? You've seen them work yes. yourself. Yes, So I it's have. not just abstract theory. No, no, no. Not abstract theory at all. Wow. And yeah. So I spent four years doing uh, actual doctorate research on my project that I did. And I was working with a, a orthopedic surgeon in Utah. Oh, cool. Who uses oils in every part of his practice. Really? Yes. So what started that? Um, he saw an article in uh, one of the, Amer- I think it was American Nurses Journal. Mm-hmm that a hospital was using oils in their facilities and and they were offering continuing education credits for this essential oil education in this journal. And he thought, well, if they're offering, if the nursing world is offering education credits for essential oils, there's something to this. Yeah. So then he started researching himself and then he just started utilizing them and just seeing really good results and not having to use more medicine and like those kinds of things. Yeah. So I saw him speak at a convention years and years ago, and I stalked him. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, I got to talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because I was working in orthopedics. Uh-huh. He was an orthopedic surgeon. I was doing research for my orthopedic unit. Yeah, a lot of overlap. Yes. Yeah. So I just was like, call him. Yeah. I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't call him. <laughs> call him again. <laughs> and I kind of gave up. But then a year later, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this again. Good, yeah. I called him. And it was him, and I talked to him, and then the whole time I'm talking to him, I'm like, I'm just, I need to just grow some balls. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to ask him, and I said, can I do my project at your facility? And he was like, sure. Sweet. Free sure. free research for him. Boom. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so then I got in, and then I started working with him on my project, and. Wow. Yeah. So, if you could think of. Two or three of the top examples where you've really seen it work wonders, oils work mm-hmm. wonders. Mm-hmm. Do you have any on hand? Yes. So my research was on the use of oils for anxiety. Oh. And um, I'm going to speak science right now. Yeah, But do it. I found the um, results were statistically significant to help patients who were having anxiety during the perioperative period before and after surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what we did was we did um, lavender, uh, frankincense, aromatouch, and bergamot, which bergamot's a citrus oil, and there's so much evidence on anxiety. So for those of you out there who have anxiety, get get some bergamot. Very relevant for people today, I feel like. Yes. So we did like a a five-minute hand massage with those oils, and not only did their anxiety go down, but their blood pressure went down. Oh, and those are measurable. Yes, we measured it, and I had a statistician, and we did all the measurements. So that was like really exciting for me to see that that actually worked. Yeah. But the other thing that is just so killer is – on guard and the yes. on guard. Yes. yes, you guys, this is yes. killer. So on guard is um, it's called a protective blend, and it is 
a bunch of oils who have antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial, those those sorts of properties. And yeah. you use it to clean, you use it to prevent infections, those kinds of things. But they we did, you know, a lab study where we tested it against Lysol and bleach and we had a control and then and the on guard just totally kicked ass. Oh, I remember her posting yeah. it. We were just talking about this before we started. I remember her posting and just sitting there with my mouth open, just mm -hmm. completely blown away by these results. The visuals that you'd shown with the bacterial yes. growth or whatever you had shown mm -hmm. was incredible. Mm -hmm. And I remember just running and telling Brooke, my sister, yeah. and then like all my friends, you guys, look at this. This is amazing. And everybody like sending them your way to yes. your page. Um, Nikki Glow, by the way, yes. um, is her um, handle on Instagram. What is it? Is it? It's N-I-K-K-I underscore G-L-O. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Check it out because she always has really good advice and tips and uses for the oils and recommendations on what to use for what. So definitely check that out. But I seriously was just completely stunned at yes. the results with that yes. on guard. So now what do you think I Boom. came with? Yeah. yeah and I why would you? That. And you feel good about it yeah, with yeah. kids, two little ones running right. around. Non-toxic. Yeah. Kicks ass. Yeah. What yeah. more could you want? I know. It's completely blowing all the others out of the the yes. toxic substances out of the water i so, know yeah that's definitely an upgrade oh yeah <laughs> ah. it's okay it's okay i brought you actually some ongar cleaner <gasps> oh my so, gosh so you can awesome clean your Yay. And, thank you, know, you. Feel good about, oh feel good about it so she is incredibly intelligent as you can see so you're a professor too yes so what does that look like? How much of your time do you devote to that? Yeah. So um, luckily, um, this program, it, a lot of it is online. Oh, good. So I'm teaching students who are already uh, master students. They're already nurse practitioners, and they have their master's in which, but so now they want their doctorate. So they're post-master's doctorates. So oh. they have a good base of knowledge already. And so um, any teachings and stuff like that, we just do online. I do have to go to the actual university three or four times a year for a week at a time. But other than that, I'm grading papers in my bedroom in my sweatpants. Oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> I'm, you know, answering students' emails in yeah. between diaper changes. Wow. And getting um, real. Yeah, so um that's been a really awesome experience for me and also kind of a surreal experience yeah. because I've got these whom I would deem as very intelligent. I was gonna say that's people, quite yeah. a compliment to you. It's, very crazy. Asking, yeah, for you to teach them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's so awesome. Yeah, I um, wow. originally didn't know like what like the point of getting my doctorate. Like, what's the point of that? But yeah. now I'm so grateful. Yeah, because it's opened up a yeah. lot of opportunities. So yeah, and honestly, assigns a lot more credibility to your work too. I'll yeah. imagine. You know, yeah. because obviously you know what you're talking about. Not that anybody else who doesn't have their doctorate yes. doesn't. But Correct. seriously, it just adds a little bit more credibility because yeah. you have the education to back it up. I know. Those so, letters behind your name, they mean a lot to some people. They do. And you're very you're very down to earth and you're not pretentious mm -hmm. at all. At all. But I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I can see that like going along along with yeah. some people. And you know what? Hmm. Personally, I feel like I look younger than my age you, oh yeah and like, like oh, a kid yeah. way almost sometimes I feel like a kid and when I'm in a room with a bunch of adults who are probably my same age <laughs> but I feel like a little kid yeah and then like I'm introduced or something and people are like what mm. like it's kind of takes them aback it oh, takes me aback too I bet yeah like I don't even feel like the 16 year old <laughs> you know how, how old do you feel you um, don't feel your age I feel anywhere between 16 and 19 yeah 
I'm with you. Like, do not feel my age at all. No. <laughs> Thank God, right? Like, I know. I never want that to oh, change. Never. never want that to change. I never want to be like, yeah, I feel as old as I am. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> like, I want to have purple hair when I'm 80. <laughs> yes. And probably get, like, a sleeve when I'm, like, 82 oh, or something. that's so funny because I always say in my next life, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. have pink hair with tattoos and piercings. No, we're going to be yes. best friends. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be brave so in my next life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're already brave. So, um... And stroller, stroller bar, because I knew mm-hmm. that it was like a stroller boot camp, a stroller yeah, bar. Stroller bar um, yeah, stroller bar, So what got you into that? <clears throat> when I had Ella, first of all, when was your you, first one. It was my first baby. I, uh, you feel so lonely. Postpartum is real. Like, it, I oh, felt yeah. super lonely. Plus, I was in a, a town that I had just moved to, yeah. and I didn't know anybody, and I kind of missed a sense of community. So there's one side of the story. Uh, then there was another side of the story where... I started looking for jobs that I could either bring my baby to or that I could do from home. And I just like sent out like a prayer to the universe, like send me something that would work for me and my baby. Yeah. So I saw that they were hiring and I just kind of jumped on board. Good for you. So good for you. So you, as much as you have going on, and I can relate because I have a lot going on. You, like, truly, like, being a mom, that's, like, a whole other world mm-hmm. around. Day-to-day, what's your motivation level like? Are you, <laughs> like, we were talking, we were looking through some of those questions. I have, like, a list of questions. Um, and she's, like, one of them was, like, how do you feel drained or sp- I don't know. How I often are you yeah, drained yeah, or exhausted? Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's, like, <laughs> real talk. Yeah. All day. <laughs> so but you just and you just feel so or you seem so energetic and just full of life and um yeah. how do you Good. maintain that motivation like day to day with as much as you have going on I know you know what if you look at my Instagram post you'll see that like <laughs> I'll be really good posting every day for like a week and then the next week it's like really dwindled up. I go every other week I'm very that's now, pretty still pretty impressive um I have uh I'm an I'm an extreme person, so either I I'm in all the way yeah, or I'm not in at all. Yeah, or yeah. like either I can like eat a million cupcakes or I just can't eat them at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's me. Yeah. So when I started school and I started getting into this routine of like just filling my calendar with things and things, if I stop, I kiss of death. It yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, if I stop, it's it's done. So I have to just keep going. Yeah. And then on top of that, I have such an immense deep desire to fulfill everything that I'm supposed to fulfill on this earth. Oh, yeah. And that comes from fear, which I'm working on because I don't really want to live for fear. I just – but I I want to do it all. Yeah. I want to do it all. so much to do. I want to do it all and I want to do it well. And that's a balance I haven't quite figured out yet. But I just, I don't know. My motivation, my kids, I want to spend time and do all the things. And And all that comes with that. Yeah. Have you always been driven and motivated? Um, Yes, question mark. I've always been involved in activities and sports and dance and this and school and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I've definitely had moments like when I graduated nursing school, mm-hmm. I got, uh, recruited to move to California. That's mm-hmm. how I got there. Oh, right on. And so I went there and I was so tired of school yeah. and just wanted to have fun. And I yeah. did it up. Like yeah. we had, I had so much fun in, in LA and just like living it up. 
And then I think it was like four years in. So as a nurse, you work three 12-hour shifts. And, and that's all I did. And I remember my dad calling me one day, one afternoon, and it was like four in the afternoon, and I was watching Oprah on the couch. <laughs> I don't think I'd done anything with myself that day. Maybe I'd gone to the gym or something. And my dad said, so if you have four days off, what do you do with your life? <laughs> and I couldn't answer him. I, I didn't know. Oprah? <laughs> Spin class? Like, I, like, you know, I got it really hard. I didn't have a hobby. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just didn't know. And it was in that moment. I, I enrolled for school the very next moment. Really? Yes. So that was like a catalyst for yeah. that. I was huh. like, what am I doing? You're my right, life? Dad. <laughs> what am I doing with my and life? And also, the years go by. Oh, so scary fast. Whether or not you're doing something. Yes. So you have to, like, fill in those moments, right? Yes. Because next year's going to come by and you can either be a step ahead or you're just where you were. Yeah. You, you're either growing or dying. You're either dying. <laughs> right? Word to live by. That's going to be yeah. like the title of the podcast episode. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I love it. So I, I feel like we're um, soul sisters. And I remember reading, this was like a while ago. This was years ago, I think. And I remember you, because I really hadn't, I'm a total hippie, and I really hadn't gotten into that world just yet, like law of mm-hmm. attraction and manifesting and mm-hmm. putting it out into the universe-ish, but I really wasn't in that headspace just yet. Yeah. And I remember you posting something about, like, kind of the law of attraction, and I was, like, every time, like, telling myself, or I don't know if you technically repeated the mantra, but every mm-hmm. time that... I turn around, there's a money or there's yes. a check. Every yes. time I turn around, there's yes. a new check in the mail. Yes. Yes. Every time I turn around, there's a yes. new check in the mail. And I remember, and I remember that just got me thinking and I'm like, yes. oh, and I think that was kind of like my gateway to that. What? Yeah. What? And now I'm all about it. <laughs> all about it. Wow. All in. And so, yeah. And I, that struck That's me. That's cool. Yeah. Cause that was, that was a that was a long ago. time ago. That wasn't recent. Was before I was married. Like, that was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember, like, you had a vision board yes. um, recently that you had talked about. And, like, with the, this was after you had your son. And you had talked about, like, like it's come true. Like, yes. everything was on your vision board. That, like, you just realized insane. one day. Yeah. So how often do you create a vision board? How do you maintain it? Um. Okay. A little backstory on my vision boarding. Yeah. I vision boarded my whole life, but I didn't know that that's what I was doing. My mom, who wouldn't say she's a hippie at all, (laughs) but kind of is. I love those kinds. Don't tell her. (laughs) Okay. She kind of always talked about this kind of stuff. Uh, So so I just followed Sue because she's she's smart as hell. So um, I started really actively vision boarding when I was in high school and, and in college. Oh yeah. And then I found when I moved to California, I had a trunk and I opened up my trunk and I found these vision boards that I didn't know were vision boards, but every single thing had come true on no. them. Yes, and I was like, this is bizarre because I didn't even remember really doing this. Wow. So then I Wow. You know, I kind of started getting into, you know, okay. There's something to this. There's something to yeah. this. And then this every time I turn around there's a new check in the mail thing. Yeah. Check. Do you know how much money, I, after I said that, do you know how much money I got in the mail? No. $4,500. No. Yes. Whoa. That's when I was like, okay. <laughs> I see a universe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but since then, I probably do it every, uh, I do it every year, but every full moon. Yeah. I do a mini. Yes. Like a mini one. Yes. 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 And then I burn it. 
Yes. Yes. yes! <laughs> I'm with you. Yes. Totally. So I'm kind of always kind of vision boarding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so powerful. So, so powerful. powerful. And I don't think you realize how powerful powerful it is until you do it. Because <clears throat> it's easy to just talk about it and hear people and you kind of have that skepticism and yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. And yeah. then you do it and you're like, okay. Yes. There's well, something to this. I know that some schools, they do it, you know, oh, for, yeah. you know, junior high, my mom was a teacher and she did it with her kids. Oh, cool. Uh, there's, I mean, I just, I can't imagine a life without, I mean, if you don't have a plan right. or at least an idea, um, if you can think it, it's already, it's already yes. in the, the works for you, right? And if anything, just like from a cognitive standpoint, it's just tethering your focus to your goal or your vision, whatever yes. you want to do, whether you don't want to get into the realm of the hippiness, but truly yeah. just, it just drills down your focus and then you're working towards something. Yeah. Well, so every that's business what it has a business plan. To. Sure. That's what it is. Sure. It's a life plan. And so true. That's, you know, you see where you want to go and take out the things you so true. don't yes. that no longer serve you. And yeah, I'm totally down for it. Yeah. And that's what a lot of the life coaches say. There's just something magical. I mean, this is kind of in the same vein, but there's something magical about committing your thoughts and your goals and your visions to paper, mm-hmm. whether it's an image form or right. word for, form. And they say there's just something magical that happens yes. when you do that. When you, when you write it, it out. Yes. Yep. Yes. And so that's the first thing that they advise you to do is to just get it down on paper. And then that's when the magic happens. I mean, you still have to put in some work, but that's yes. truly the first step. Yes, it is. So put it into trajectory, right? Yes. Yes. Going. Put it out there. Yes. So what's next for you? Like what's on your oh my gosh. board now? Loaded question. I really, because I, I love the medical world yeah. and I found a new love for research. I'd like to do something with that, but my medical stuff, my nurse practitioner, all that is really kind of starting to become my side gig. Mm. And, and my oils are really starting to take center stage. Wow. Which is impressive. <laughs> and you know what? I, you know, there was a, there's a little bit of fear in that because it's such a um, stable idea to work in a professional setting. You know, there's a consistent paycheck and this. And there's so many amazing things that, that go along with that. Uh, but... Um, you know when something just lights you up? Yeah. When I start talking about oils, like yeah. I lose all sense of time ah. and space and I just it just kind of flows out of me and I'm like, yes. oh, this is it. So yes. I, I just have to do that. Yes. Yeah. Don't you wish everybody had that? Yes. Everyone does have it. They just yes. need to find it, right? Yes. 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 Yes, I wish everyone could feel that. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Clarifying. Everybody does have everyone that. You just got to find it. And you have it. Yes. <laughs> there. And you probably already know what it is. You're just yeah. too afraid to like to go dive in right yeah speaking of oils mm-hmm. in the medical world do you encounter a lot of resistance to them um it's becoming less but uh i i got back from a medical no essential oil symposium for medical professionals in las vegas i kind of weaseled my way in there because it was only for medical doctors and DOs. Ooh. but because of my research with that other provider they yeah. let me in and it wasn't just for doctors, let me clarify that, physicians who um, who used oils already. It was for physicians who were willing to learn. And oh. in that symposium was a lot of resistance, which is good. Yeah. Because then it forces the people who are already on board to dig, dig deeper and find more concrete evidence, right? But there's, 
there's haters. Yeah. For always, sure. Always. I gave a speech at the American Holistic Nurses Association last year, and there was this one lady who sat in the audience and was just a total hater. Oh, man. She was a total hater. But that's okay because I don't, I'm like, I'm not trying to convince everybody. Sure. And that's impossible to it's do. It's impossible to yeah. do. But I bet I planted a seed. Yeah. And they're starting, yeah. I mean, you're seeing them everywhere now. Absolutely. At least I do. And I like what you said. I think that's pretty representative of life too, not just in this realm, but life in general. When you have the pushback and the challengers mm-hmm. and the questioners, that does really solidify your understanding, cause you to go deeper right. and really ground your argument in facts and science and mm-hmm. deeper understanding. And that's always a good thing. And it always like refines and polishes your message or your understanding or whatever you're trying to do. So that's always a good thing. And sometimes it's just easy to get thrown off track with that Mm -hmm. and just to respond with, well, screw you. Or like, why you got to hate? Right. It's truly like a blessing in disguise. And it just makes you that much stronger and better, whether it's like a life challenge or a challenger Mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. Well, and it makes you think, like, why do I do this? Yeah. What is the importance? Why am I working so hard to disseminate this information out to the world? Like, what, you know... that's what it's done for yeah, me. Um, yeah. So that's how I find my, like, air quotes, mission statement. Yeah. 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 And it it truly is <clears throat> such a benefit for people just because of it's such a, well, non-toxic for one mm-hmm. thing, but it's just so, like, beneficial for people mm-hmm. and their health. And yeah. it's, like, just kind of healing the world in a way. Right. right? Well, and when you think about it. Uh, pharmaceutical companies take plants yeah. because we all have a purpose, right? Sure. Even plants. Yeah. So plants yeah. are healing uh-huh. to us. They take plants and they make the synthetic version of that plant to create a pill. Yeah. So we already do. So you, if you're not a believer in essential oils, you really are because, you know, you, you take medicine for certain things. Those are, those are plants that were made into synthetic form. So this is the great. natural form of it yeah. so that your body doesn't have to try to process and read and eat. I read, I read this, and this was really good. Someone asked, like, what's the difference between the synthetic version and then the natural version? Well, it'd be like the synthetic version would be like someone handing you a book. I see you have Girl, Wash Your Face on yeah. there. Yeah. But, like, every second letter was turned backwards. Oh. So your brain can read it, but it takes a lot longer for it to process it yeah. to figure out what it's trying to say. Yeah. Whereas if you just had, like, the oil, it's the book, and it's... it's- can just take it and run with it, it is, yeah. and your body can use it immediately and yeah. not have to work so hard at it. That's really good Same. analogy. Now yeah. go read Girl Wash Your Face. Yes, have you read it? <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm I listened so to it on stoked. Audible. Oh, you haven't? No, oh, I'm so stoked. It is on the list. So I listened ah! to my books on Audible. Like I was telling you in the car, yeah, yeah. In California, the traffic is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but listening to her, like the conviction in her voice, I was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Ah, oh, I cannot wait. Nothing. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, she's awesome. Everybody's like, she's a life changer. Yeah, she's really great, and she's younger than me. And I'm like, and those wow. are those are the kind of stories where I'm like, oh, girlfriend, if you can do it, yeah, you know. So, what kind of books do you like to listen to? Like personal development books? Oh my gosh, yes. I have. Um, I'm just gonna open up my Audible. Okay. So yeah. Because yeah. Audible is life for me, and Ooh. then also. I can write it off because it's a business. Oh, yes. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's cool. So let's see. I have Essentialism. Have you read that one? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
I've got um, uh, The Gifts of Imperfection. Yes. By Renee Brown. Yes. I've yes. got I love Renee. Purpose, Find Your Truth by Jessica Huey. That was a good one. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Hug Your Customers. Present Over Perfect. Is that um is that Bernier or no? No, that's Shauna Nequist. Okay. And it's one of those where okay, I was in the in the kitchen doing the dishes with my um headphones in. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> tears started streaming down. Oh face. yeah. It was one of those I didn't even know I was crying, and wow. then I realized I was like in tears <laughs> over these dishes. Like, oh I yes. Love it. Anxious for nothing. Okay. Do you have anxiety? I did. You did? Yeah. I find that what I didn't think was anxiety is actually anxiety. Oh, so yeah. I feel like I have anxiety more than I'd like to admit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. The Science of Getting Rich. The Universe Has Your Back. Are you in Gabo Bernstein? Oh, my yes. gosh. All day yes, long. Yes, yes. I mean, I could just keep going, but it's that oh, kind of stuff. I'm going to get these books from you. I'm going to write them okay. down. Um, yeah. That's... Yeah. yeah, you're a badass. Have you read that one? Yes, yeah. Jen Sincero. Yeah, love, love oh. her. Love her so much that my husband and I direct messaged her on Instagram, hoping that she responds. Did she? <laughs> oh, I was so excited. She was like, like tens of thousands of messages a day, and we were on the couch one day, and we were like, we want to have lunch with Jen Sincero. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh man, yeah, I would love to have lunch with her. Yes. She is just fantastic. Yeah, um, and I'm also going to y'all. I have it all ready to go. I just need to post it. Um, my list of books that I've read within the last 12 months. Ooh, I and, that one. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. And they're yes. all over the place. Because I read some for, for work. And so I have a lot of international relations. Yeah. And then personal development and just, like, nonfiction. I all over the place. I nonfiction. Yes. Yes. I wish I had more time to read. Yeah. Right now I'm, beco- I'm, I'm becoming. Is that what it's called? Oh, oh, Michelle Obama's book. Yes, it is. It's so not funny. nonfiction, but it's fun. You know, it's not like yes. a, it's not like a personal development. Yes, that's so. That's all. And she that seems like it'd be entertaining, like engaging. It's interesting. I mean, I always love to know the backstory of oh, successful yeah. people, right? Totally, totally, yeah, totally. Love to know. Um, just normal people. Secret. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. and that's what really is driven home when you listen to them, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, really? They are just normal people. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so we're gonna. St- Dive into some rapid fire questions. Ooh. Are you ready? I'm so excited. Is this is this as fun as your your Wednesday? Ooh, we can it? make it as fun. I freaking love that. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> happy. It's so funny because I always get people because I try to just allow people privacy and yeah. I don't like go through and I'm like, oh, yeah. she voted that yeah. way. Who does yeah. she think she is? Yeah. Like, I really just let you guys vote. Yeah. Um, and it's like for your own yes. voting. Like, I don't go in and judge. I really don't even go yeah. in and look. And so many people like will message me and like apologize for voting a certain oh. way. Or, oh my gosh, like I actually hit the wrong one. I really meant this. I'm so sorry. I'm yes. so, so sorry. Well, your Hot Topic Thursday, <laughs> I get scared. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, this is real. Like, I have to really dig. Oh, I'm judging myself. For right. Yes. And I'm, like, yeah. so impressed with people just, like, yeah. putting it out there That's and cool. being bold enough. Yeah, maybe I'll do yeah, that Yeah, I, time. like, truly, like, if I were to, yeah. I wonder if I would. I know. You know? It's very, it can, you're, you confront yourself with yeah. your, do I really think that way? Or, right. Yeah. Right. And then I was also always timid with my job, too, working for the federal government. I have to be very careful about yes. revealing any leanings. Yes. I can't be political at all. That's with my hot, my hot topics. Um, I just can't reveal any bias or, like, if they are political. Yes. Um, 
they can't mention any parties. They can't be yeah. partisan at all. So I've just been impressed with how respectful and yeah. open people have been. Yes. People haven't been cool. aggressive or contentious. They've just been like, yeah, this is what I think and this is why I think it. And nobody attacks anybody. So you guys rock. I have a question for you. Yeah. Is that allowed? Yeah. Okay. Last night I was with Whitney Pilecki. Yeah. Okay. Love her. And we were talking about social media and um, politics. And like, is it cool to put your opinions on social media and um, we were talking at from a from a point of view of someone who's trying to do business or someone who's trying to create a platform yeah. on social media what do you do you think it's okay for people from a business standpoint to express their political views I do I think that there's a respectful way to do it. I feel like you shouldn't be abrasive about it ever, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I do just in the sense that that's what attracts your tribe. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I felt like that. If you yeah. really want to get the people you want to listen yeah. to, and then you kind of have to be firm in your... Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that yeah. one. And you can't approach it with trying to please everybody. You never yeah. will. That's a losing game. Right. Um, you don't shouldn't ever try to offend people. You know, right. just be a little careful. But I feel like there's a fine line between speaking your truth and being true to yourself, um, but not just constantly trying to please everybody else. Yeah. Um, or trying to trying to um respect other people but then not trying to please everybody. And so that's a balance that you have to find. Um and so I've always, especially with my job, just always been uber careful, excessively careful about not offending anybody or yeah. not revealing any sort of bias yeah. or whatever. That's hard. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's always kept me back. But I I applaud people who do put it out there because like, and actually this book, Tribes by um, Seth Godin, which is okay. really good. Um, and so that's his message is he advocates for just speaking your truth and just finding your niche and it's not going to be everybody you're not going to appeal to the masses you never will that's okay that's a good thing because you want to attract your tribe and they are your people they are the ones who get you they're the ones who will spread your message you play off of each other you serve each other yep and so you just have to just stand by your truth and be okay with with that that. Yeah. yeah exactly so yeah that's a good question yeah and I love when people are just okay with that and my sister and I were talking about that the other day too actually about being a business and we always felt this sense of um we needed to be professional and we thought that meant that we had to be formal yeah we created formality yes. with professionalism and that's not, not necessarily the case no it's not and you want your personality to shine through because yes. you're a person and so like on your social media platform you want to be real and mm-hmm. raw and mm-hmm. people connect with that they don't connect with excessively formal oh and gosh. I mean so maybe that's your personality and that's okay too yes. but I mean you also have to just let the real you shine through yes. and be okay with that and so, sometimes that's daunting I have a funny story about yeah. that yeah so as a professor you have to put a, a picture of you and then a little bit about you and like your credentials and yeah. stuff yeah and I, um, I looked through all the other professors just to get an example and I do not have a picture of me in a suit mm-hmm. or a white coat like super like, like headshot. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And I went and looked at like what are the pictures like what's what are the pictures that really like are me and my students can relate to? And you know, I <laughs> <laughs> I put up a picture of me in my sweatpants. Nice on my bed. Right on. And I know that there were like weird Oh like, sure. Like, but 
you're going to get a professor that's real. Yes. I'm literally grading your papers in bed in my sweatpants. I wear sweatpants all the time. Yes. And if not sweatpants, then pants that feel like sweatpants. And um, <laughs> Still super cute. Yeah. And not formal at all. That's just yeah. my style. So I had yeah. to like be okay with that. Yes. And I did and it was fine. Yes. I didn't die. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. And yeah. you just have to expect blowback and people are going to have differing opinions and that's okay. Yes. Just like you don't necessarily relate to their style and that's okay. Right. And right. they can have that style and you can have yours and that's the beauty of the world. Yes. That there are all kinds that make a world. Yeah, but I'm just starting to learn that you don't have to be formal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like it's okay. Yes. It's okay that I it wore is. Birkenstocks to school on the other day. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And that doesn't mean that you're any less credible. That doesn't no. mean that you're any less competent no. or professional. Like, you can just be absolutely as professional or more so yes. sometimes. And people respond to that and connect with that. Yeah. And, like, at work, um, a lot of the agents that I work with, actually respond better when you're real. It's mm -hmm. very off-putting for them if you're excessively formal, like in email mm -hmm. communications. They're like, what? Yeah. Just be real. Yeah. Just and, the, yeah, there's, like, you can sense that there's a disconnect, and then the minute that you drop that and really connect with them, they're like, okay, she's cool. Yeah. We, can, we can get something done. <laughs> we can work with her. And so it's just also being true to yourself, knowing your audience, and tailoring kind of your message to them. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. And I bet, like, students just really connect with that, yeah. too. Yeah, So, like, she's real. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of getting real. Okay. Hey, oh. <laughs> We are going to get some okay so this is pretty neutral this is pretty tame so what is one skill that you would like to master do you have it multitasking oh yeah and doing it well but i feel like you are no mastered. no in I, what way don't you don't you think um you can't be fully present as a mother and also writing blog post Fair enough. Uh, yeah, you can't be answering an email from a student and trying to play a board game with your daughter. Um, and it's, it goes beyond just having kids, but I try to take every minute to do something. So, okay, TMI, but like if I'm sitting on the toilet yeah. to pee, I'm definitely writing an email sure. or I'm answering a text message or something. I'm trying to fill every space. Yeah. But I feel like it would be better if I designated like, 20 minutes to this. Like blocks 20. of time for that? Yeah. yeah. But I haven't quite figured that out yet. And that's what I was going to ask too. And like time management mm -hmm. and boundaries, how do you feel about those in your life? Or are you on those? <clears throat> it's a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're doing something right as successful as you are, but sure, like I can feel like you feel like it's always you know an evolving process. I have a very supportive husband. Good. So if he gets home from a 10 hour day of work yeah. and he's like, you know, he'll give me an hour or two to do the things I haven't been able to do. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll wake up at four 30 in the morning and do what I need to do. Wow. And he'll be with the kids and those kinds of things. So, um, so yeah, time, I struggle with time. I can imagine. I really do. What about self care? What do you do for self care? Um, I do oils. Yeah, <laughs> I of do. Course. I get up in the morning and I do my morning stretches. Oh, okay, it's like five minutes. Yeah, it's but nothing. still, but still, it's a great it's start to the day. Um, I do my oils, and I never realized how often I do them until my mom was at my house last week, and she was like, "You put on oils every five minutes." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You get overwhelmed with the heat, you put on oils. You get stressed out from it, you put on oil." <laughs> and it's like I do. It's like. <laughs> 
think. Or flower essences. I'll have to show you flower essences. I love, love little flower essences. But anyways, um, so I do that. And just putting a drop of oil in my hand and cupping it over my nose, yeah. taking three or four good deep breaths is like a mini meditation for Ooh, me. Yeah. The other thing that I do is I brew a nice cup of rasa. Have Ooh, you ever heard of rasa? I have not. It's like adaptogenic herbs that kind of taste like coffee, but it's not. And okay, no okay. And I brew it, and then I make my almond milk and my honey, Yum. and then I'll put some ghee in there, and then I drink that. Yes. Um, I always take, I try to do something in the morning, and then I call it my Frenchie. I get my Frenchie on. Oh, uh-huh. So, like, I enjoy a moment of my morning, yeah. like a Frenchie would. Yes, yes. Before the New Yorker in me <laughs> kicks in. It's in the area. <laughs> Other than that. I, um, uh, we have a new routine where my husband puts the kids down around 8, 830 mm -hmm. and I get to have the rest of the night. How nice is that? Oh my gosh. My oh. Mind. So I'll either like watch a show yeah. or I'll write something or I'll grade papers or do yeah. something, but I have time to myself. So oh. I don't know. Self-care is limited, sure? but it's, I throw it in there. Yeah. You some out and that's just goes to show you how you can fit it in there. I mean, even if yes. it's like five minutes of stretching in the yes. morning. Do what you can. A little face mask. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. What comes easily to you? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> wow. What comes easily to me? Uh, I don't know that I recognize this myself, but my mom always tells me that I find friends everywhere I go. Yeah. I can absolutely see that. Um, but... I'm always like the awkward. I always feel very awkward. No. Yeah. You're like so, no, you're just like the most easy person to be around. You really are. I thank you for that. The easiest person to be around. Inside, I'm like. No, not at all. Why am I so awkward? You're not. No. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then I must be awkward too. No. no. You, no, like you, no, you're just good people and just easy oh, to be around. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, okay. What makes you feel most empowered? Oh my gosh, getting it all done. Yeah. <laughs> that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And like just checking those lists off. But oh, so I nice. don't I don't let myself sit there very long. Yeah. Like as soon as I get it all done, I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? Gotta keep going. Gotta go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. I could work on that a little bit. <sighs> what angers you? Mean people. Yeah. And judgmental people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't like that at all. No. Sometimes I'm like, but why do you have to be that way? I know. I know. Why can't we all just get along and yeah. just love each other? Yeah. What are you too hard on yourself for? Um, <clears throat> not feeling like I have it all together. Mm. Yeah. And it's isn't that incredible? Like from the outside, you do have it all together because you just oh kick God. ass at life. It's a lie. But it's so funny. Yeah. You, you talk to so many successful people and they say the same thing. Yeah, I just, I, yeah. And they're like, no, but really? Yeah. <laughs> Figuring yeah, out no. as I go along and I'm like working on things as I go along. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's hard. Yeah. Do you, are you a fan of quotes? Do you love quotes? Yeah, I'll do take you, a good quote. Do you have any like off the top of your head that you? Yeah, everything. Really, oh, okay, everything's figure outable. Yeah, Marie Forleo. It really is though. Everything is figure outable. And when you have that approach, that mm -hmm. mentality, boom, mm -hmm. just life opens up. Yeah, 
It's um, magic. The other one is Eckhart Tolle and is um, oh, yes. accept this moment as if you had chosen it. Yes! Yes, yes. it's a life changer too. It's a life changer. Wow. And you know, listening to him talk about it, so he says, accept him. this moment as if you had chosen it. But he says, we have chosen it. People just get offended oh. when our life is not how we thought it was going to be yeah. if we take responsibility for that. So if you yeah. say, as if you had chosen it, softens the blow. Sure. I can see that. And yeah, the power but, of thought. Yeah, and every decision we make has led to this moment. So, yes. of course, we have responsibility in yes. it. Yes. And that's what separates the victims from yeah. the champions yes because if you play the victim your whole life and don't take accountability sure you may have you may have been dealt a shitty deck of cards yes but it's how you play them and it's you taking accountability at some point which is what propels you forward and into greatness i mean you all day long you can play the victim and you won't get anywhere yes but if you're just like well this is where i am so i have that on my fridge i've had this moment as if you've chosen it but oh, i love that one. we have this and have you ever heard of desi dorada yes okay i have it I had it made. It's in our <gasps> living room. This big cool. Desi Dorada. But Ooh. this one right here. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. And you have that framed? Yeah. I have I have oh. this whole Desi Dorada frame. But that little part was framed in my daughter's room. Oh. That's yeah. so beautiful. I love that. Yes. That Eckhart one. That's That was yeah. Seriously, such a paradigm shifter for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, He's and I reference that like constantly mentally. Yeah. Almost like daily. Yes. Truly. Like, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that yeah. up. Yeah. And if something happens all day, I'm like, okay, I chose this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get through it. Yeah. Can't resist it. Nope. Nope. Um, yeah. 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 What is, okay. What are your top three favorite accounts to follow on Instagram? Oh my gosh, how do I answer that? Uh, you can do okay. like by categories. Okay, top three accounts to follow on Instagram. Arrows and Bow. Okay. Do you know her? No. I don't know why I follow her because like I don't know what led me to her. And I she she talks about her house uh-huh. and her cute little daughter Aww, and her kids. Yeah. But she's her and her husband moved out of out of their home into a trailer mm-hmm. um, for a year. Oh, to wow. save up and like, wow. and then they bought a home in Bola. Anyways, yeah. but she she documents that journey and it's so beautiful how she does it. She's yeah. like, her design is gorgeous and yeah. I just re- respect her her talent. Yeah. And I want my house to be beautiful. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, <clears throat> I love. Let's see. I'm going through all my stuff right now. Um, Carden Healing. Oh. Do you know her? No. She's an oily woman. Sounds like somebody I'd want to follow. Carden Healing's an oily woman. And then um, I I love me an Oprah. Oh, always. I do love me an Oprah. Yes. Rachel Hollis is pretty fun, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Instagram. I do, too. Do you? And it just connects you with people that you normally wouldn't have connected with. Yes. And inspiration and... Yeah, so many good oh, things. Look, look who popped up. Again. <laughs> the nativist. <laughs> That's such a cute picture. Thank you. That was in Yosemite. Um, I went on a trip with my friend. Have you ever been to Yosemite? No, bucket oh, list. Gorgeous. Yeah. And we went in the winter, and we weren't. Well, yes, we were going to go, but I um have a friend who lives in the area, 
and he was like, it was the morning of, and he was like trying to talk me out of it. The roads are going to be so bad. You don't want to go. Don't do it. Don't do it. And it feels like every time we go on an adventure, there is somebody telling us not to go. And we just like have said how representative it is of life. Like there are always people trying to tell you why it's not going to work. Yes. Hold you back. Well-meaning. They're well-intentioned. They're not trying to bring you down. But at the end of the day, like you have to own your decisions and decide if you're going to go forward or not. And you got to take risks in life and there are always going to be reasons why you shouldn't do something. And so every time we've gone through with it and it's always been like a beautiful adventure and we're so glad that we did. So same thing. Um, Yosemite was gorgeous. It was in the winter oh my gosh, and it I was just stunning. Yeah. So I'd love to go in the summer and see what it's like there. Um, I know it's, you there's like a lottery oh yeah to go camping there yeah and you have to like it's like big time yeah so many people are there oh my gosh yeah it's insane um what is the source of strength for you oh my gosh that has to be my family Ooh, yeah like including so my husband yeah. my kids and then my parents oh yeah yeah i dude i won the lottery speaking of lottery i won the lottery with parents and I won the lottery with my husband. Oh, awesome. My parents are like, I don't even know. Like, they're not real. <laughs> I know. You know, like. They're not real. It's you're so, just like, they knocked it out of the park. And they, they continue to out knock of the park. park. You're like, what? How? Yeah. You just feel so blessed. I feel so blessed. Yeah. And just supportive. And like, yes. my mom. My mom calls herself um, my momager. <laughs> And she'll be like, um, it's momager here. Um, you spelled their wrong on the second paragraph Got your back. of your blog. I hope you're not mad. I just didn't want, you know, people are judgy, <laughs> you know. And she's a teacher, right? Yeah, teacher. yeah, she was a teacher. So I'm like, oh, God, thank you. Really? Because Looking out. I just hit send and like move on with my yeah, life. Yeah. No capital letters, no. like nothing. And um, so, yeah. So, anyways, my family is a source of strength for sure. Oh, that's the a most good supportive answer. system in the world. That is a good answer. What intimidates you? Success. Oh, girl. But you know, I it's not so much like being successful. It's doing the things you have to do. For success, mm, mm-hmm. like the it's hard work. Like yeah. you can't just be successful. No. Like usually when you hear about someone like Rachel Hollis, we keep talking yeah. about her. I mean, it was years. Yeah. It took like ten years for yes. her to actually come to where she is right now, and you never get to see that backstory. So you just think people get to be successful right away. The overnight sensations, right? Like you, you have the iceberg metaphor. Yeah. There's so much that goes on below the surface yeah. and stuff previously that you didn't see a lot of work that went into that to get them to where they are and just again the power of your thoughts Mm -hmm. and your actions and Mm -hmm. your thoughts and actions are what leads you to where you are now right for good or for bad and so and I don't even know what my end game is oh yeah like what's my end game I don't know what am I doing all this for I don't know yeah but I just love it and it's gonna take me somewhere and I don't know when that's gonna be but it's hard work rewarding hard awesome Tiring, all you know, fulfilling, yeah, fulfilling exactly. And that's, I think, when you just find your purpose, you kind of just trust it to take you where you need to go, right? Yep, you found it, and yes, so just along for the ride and yes. enjoying it while you can, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, oh, I had a really what was your last epiphany or aha moment? 
Um, my last epiphany or aha moment. Um, there's more than enough to go around. Yeah, that abundance mindset. Yeah, yeah, we get stuck in this. Like this happens a lot in in the oily business Ooh. where people will will come to me for my knowledge, but then get their oils from someone else. Oh, yeah. And I feel a little used in the views. Sure. But then, you know, and then I and then I turn it around and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's there's so much more where this came from. There's more for this person and this person and I whatever part I played in their role in getting the oils is good for good with me. That's a beautiful way to look at it. And so helpful for life in general too. Yeah. Like your business or just life in general. There's plenty to go around. Yes. There really is. Yeah. And the way that you talk about oils is perfect for this, for these people. Yeah. And the way you, you talk about oils is perfect for this person. So, you know, we all have something special to, to offer. And I hear that too, like in a lot of these podcasts I listen to, yeah. it's like, yeah, but there's so many oily people. There's so many people selling oils. And it's like, but they're not selling it like you are. Yes. You, you know, a, you have, have a different voice. point of view. So, With the oil business, with everything. Yes. I mean, there are so many photographers. It's saturated yes. here. But nobody has the eye that you do. Yeah. And you're going to find your niche. And again, like not trying to appeal to the masses, finding your tribe. Right. And with everything, podcasts, like I've had a lot of people reach out to me like, I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I just feel like there are so many podcasts, or blog yeah. and podcasts. Why would I start? And I felt like that too, but it's like, you have something to say. You have a voice. Every single one of us does, has a unique perspective. Yeah. And we all owe it to each other to share that, right? You know what? Photography is a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah. Because I can look at pictures that your sister took or or even the pictures that you take you guys have similar styles mm -hmm. but you can tell so different right yeah yeah you thank tell. you for yeah, yeah acknowledging it's so that. weird yeah how there's just how does that translate i know i know and it's just just your way of seeing the world and your artistic vision and everybody just has a different way of looking things everybody has a different perspective and a different yes. lens through which they're viewing the world yeah it's just goes to show you that you really do you have something to contribute every single one of us? Yes. That's a good, that's a good point. What is your favorite self attribute? Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my it's gosh. It's like the most uncomfortable oh question. My gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wow. Um, I had to, I did this like exercise a couple of years ago for, to find out what like my air quote brand is. Oh, uh-huh. And one of the questions is like, what are, what are your qualities? And if you couldn't think of them, you had to ask your friends and family. Uh -huh. And the running theme when I asked my friends and family was loyalty. Oh. So I'm going to go with it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with it. Uh, loyalty, yeah. I've had the same best friend for, you know, like forever. Yeah. And, and I've been at the same hospital for like 13 years. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm right or die for you. <laughs> and, you know, in whatever capacity that is, as long as you need me to be, you know? Yes. As long as you're okay with me being that for you. What characteristic or, um, I'm sorry. Matt, um, I told you, I told her, like, as soon as I start podcasting, these little rascals in the background will start acting a fool and I'll start tearing it up. Um, so what value or characteristic or quality, I should say, do you value the most in a friend? 
oh my gosh, I'm and not that, not that it's hard to pick one. But I'm going to kind of circle back around and say loyalty, mm, I one. think. Um, I uh, Friends are friends are weird. Like, friends yeah. are hard. Like, it's a hard thing for me. I have um, a lot of friends. And some friends, like, I'm shocked that we're friends. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. We're so different. In fact, I had, I had this one friend who I lived with her for a minute while I was transitioning. And I put up a Justin Timberlake poster. This is like... I don't know, several years ago. <laughs> I still heart Justin Timberlake. Yeah, um, keep life. <laughs> she, she looked at the poster and she was like, how are we friends? <laughs> how are we friends? Um, but I also, understanding from a friend. Yeah. Yeah, right? Life will throw you curveballs. And I know I haven't been able to be the friend that I want to be to a lot of my friends. Kids will do that to you. Um, jobs, marriage, hobbies, life, yeah, goals, right. And th- that transition of them not giving up on you when yes. they have, you haven't responded to the text message or that kind of thing. Like I just, you know, I think that makes a good friend and a non-high maintenance friend. Yes, right. Yes, where you're not constantly reassuring. Yeah. And if life comes yes. at you and you're dealing with your yes bar class and you're dealing with yes. your professorship and all of this, and they just understand that and yes. they know that you have a lot going and they're not taking offense at that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like so, Whitney Kolecki, she's my best friend. Yeah, and we can go two months and not communicate. And it's sad, like I hate that. But sometimes two months, we I open my eyes and two months are gone, and there's no, like she's not uh, like, are you mad at me? Right, right. No, yeah, it's like, like that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. just like low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those are invaluable friends. Yes, they are, and they are hard to come by. Yes. What or who has been most influential in your life? Can be a person, a concept, idea, book. It's gotta be my mom. Ooh. My mom, mom like. Dude, my mom gets it. She gets it, and she passed that on, Ooh. and she's like, I just, yeah. Do you feel like you have similar parenting styles? Oh, I hope so. I hope so, because they didn't. Rockstar mom? Yeah, rockstar. Yeah. I think so. She taught me how to be a good mom, yeah. an involved mom, yeah, concerned, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, same with my dad. I mean, my dad showed me what a dad's supposed to be oh, like. Yes. So don't you just love when sure not all parents have really done it like they should sure but I just love hearing people just like yeah give props to their parents yeah because I can't even I'm not a parent so I can only imagine how hard it is even for the people who like drop thank you thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) um I can only imagine just how hard it is so never judge and I hate just the parent shaming that goes on with right. anybody, no matter how they're doing it. But um, I just am so grateful, and I love hearing people just give props to their parents. Yeah. Because I feel like it doesn't happen enough. No, and good parents should know. Yes, they should. Right? You should know. Yes, yeah. So I'm with you. Just was hit the lotto. Yeah. It's like they. That's cool. Set the standard. Yes. And then after that, you're like, well, shit. I know. <laughs> Dude, I went through that too. I went through that too. Years. Years and years and years of me being like, uh-uh, I'm sorry. I know what it's supposed to look like, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. My sister and I talk about that all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Please set the standard. 
Okay, so let's do. We have two more. Okay. Um, God, that went so fast. Why? What is it? It's been an hour. Oh, yay! That went so fast. Okay. Um, talk to you for days. So, two more. What okay. was a defining moment in your life? Oh my gosh. Um, a defining moment in my life. Um, find okay. I know I talk about my husband, but my hu- okay, this is so silly. Oh, it, I want to hear. It always makes me sad that I this story always makes me sad because like where was I as a person that this is defining? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my husband and I were dating. We weren't official, but he it was a Friday night and he was like, "So what are we doing tonight?" And I'm like, uh, "Oh, you want to hang out?" And he was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> like I like you. <laughs> I want to hang out with you. And I was like, you don't want to go with your friends? Like, you don't want to, like, you want to hang, hang out with, with me? 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 <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're weird. Yes. Why are you being like, Why are you making this a yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But it was in that moment that I realized how far back I had fallen on how self-worth. Yeah. From previous boyfriends or relationships yeah. that you know they didn't want to hang out or yeah. they had better things to do and yes. you know I wasn't a priority and the fact that someone found me a priority yes want to hang out that was like I was like oh my gosh yeah I feel like so many people can relate to that well good yeah I don't, you're not alone girl yeah. no yeah no that's I love that yeah that's a good one that was quick on the draw too well because I think about like what are my Like, I still, um, struggle's not the right word, but I still have moments of self-worth doubt. Oh, yeah. And um, that was one of those moments when I was like, no, damn it, I am cool enough to hang out with. Yes. And he kind of helped, like, bring that forward. I was in such a dark place and didn't even realize how far back I had slipped. Stupid boys. Stupid boys. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, so last question. Okay. What is your call to action for people? Like, to make the world a better place? Do it. Just do it. Yeah! I mean, whatever it is, just do it. Because I'm the worst. I'll be like, oh, I can't post this Instagram post yet. It's not perfect. The wording, I don't have it. And uh, and this. And I'm like, just... Yes. Can I swear? Yes, please do. Just post it. Yes. (laughs) Just post it. Yes. It's so stupid. I have to have this conversation with myself all the time. And you know what? It's like progress, not perfection. Yes. Just start. Yes. And then I heard Marie Forleo say, when when you're first starting, it's not going to be good. No. It's not going to be like this beautiful, curated, perfected thing. It's just going to be you and where you are right now. And And then then leave yourself from that pressure. And from a year from now, you're going to look back and go, oh my gosh, if I hadn't gotten started... Look how far I've come. So true. Just do it. That's so true. Whatever it is. I love that. Thank you yeah. for saying that. That's yeah. how it's like with this podcast yes. and blog. Yes. You will just, and paralysis by analysis, like you yes. will talk yourself out of it mm-hmm. and think that it's not perfect or professional enough or good enough or you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Such a good message. Everybody, 
I, I'm changing it. That's going to be the <laughs> title of the podcast episode. Just do it. So good. So just do it. Um, love you guys. Thank you so much for yes, coming on. You. And so Nikki Glow on Instagram. Will you spell that out again? N-I-K-K-I. Yes. It's N-I-K-K-I underscore G-L-O. And then I have NikkiGlow.com, which is oh, my blog. Yes. Yes. Her blog. Her blog. Thank you for yeah. mentioning that. Yes. Yeah. So check out her Insta and her blog and you will not be disappointed. I promise yes. you. Okay. Peace and blessings. Bye. Bye.